Hey true crime fans, welcome back to Murder on the Map. I'm your host Taylor, and each week on my show, I'll tell you about an underreported or cold case from each U.S. state one by one. Today's episode is out of Kansas City, Missouri, and it's the case of missing person Jody Lee Ledkins. We'll get into her story right after the break. Before we get started, I just want to say this episode is going to be shorter than usual. Frankly, there's not a lot of information about the case, but it's ice cold and any kind of exposure might help Jody's mom bring her daughter home. Now let's get into the story. On Thursday, May 23rd, 1985, Jody Lee Letkins was last seen walking down a street in Kansas City, Missouri, and then she was gone. 35 years later, the mystery of what happened to the 14-year-old girl still remains unsolved. Jody had been hanging out at her boyfriend's house on Cambridge Street in Kansas City that day. She had an argument with her boyfriend and other friends on the day of her disappearance. She apparently wanted to go with them to an unknown location, but for whatever reason, they refused to take her along. After the argument, Jody made the 14-minute walk to her friend Melissa's house near East 14th Street and Winchester Avenue. Around 10 p.m., Jody called her mom Karen and asked for a ride home. Unfortunately, Karen did not have access to a car, so she wasn't able to go pick Jody up. According to an interview with 41 Action News, Karen says that Jody told her not to worry and that she had some friends that could give her a ride home. When Jody left, Melissa assumed that she was going back to her boyfriend's house. Jody was last seen walking northbound on Winchester from 14th Street. She was never heard from again. She did not take any money with her or have any extra clothing with her when she disappeared. At the time of her disappearance, Jody was enrolled in a juvenile probation program. Jody had been in trouble for skipping school and had also had a run-in with a security guard the year prior. When Jody never came home that night, Karen reported the disappearance to Jody's deputy juvenile officer. The DJO told Karen that it was possible that Jody was wound up after the fight with her boyfriend and her friends so she may be taking the weekend to cool off. The weekend came and went, and there was still no sign of Jody. Karen contacted her caseworker, and the caseworker filed two warrants. The warrants listed Jody as an endangered juvenile who should be detained by the authorities if she was spotted. Karen assumed that the warrants meant that all juvenile authorities had also filed a missing child report with law enforcement. Unfortunately, law enforcement was never notified, and Jody wasn't considered a missing person until 1987, two years after her disappearance. As a result, Jody's case was obviously extremely delayed and the clues were minimal by the time the investigation began. Four years after the disappearance, Jody's probation officer got a letter. The writer claimed to be Jody, and she said that she was doing well, and one day she might explain why she decided to leave. Karen compared the handwriting with a previous letter that Jody had written her probation officer, but isn't sure whether or not it's the same writing. There's a lot of debate about the letters online, 
and I'll put links to the articles featuring the letters in the show notes. In 1993, Karen got a series of threatening phone calls at her home that lasted for two years. The callers demanded money in exchange for Jody's safe return and at one point threatened to send Jody's body to her in pieces if Karen didn't comply. Karen started recording the calls and sent them to the police who traced them to a Kansas City phone booth, but the callers were never identified. In 1997, police dragged the Missouri River after two inmates claimed they had information on the case. Their tip went nowhere, but it led the Kansas City Police Department to reclassify Jody's case as a probable murder. Jody's mom now lives in Arkansas, but visits Kansas City a few times a year to search for her daughter. She stated that Jody's home life in 1985 was really dysfunctional and Karen didn't get along with Jody's dad, so she thinks it's possible that her daughter deliberately chose to leave. Investigators have also considered that theory, but they think whatever the cause of Jody's disappearance, something might have happened that jeopardized her safety. Jody's case remains unsolved. Jody is a Caucasian female with blonde brown hair and blue eyes. She has a small mole under her chin, an appendectomy scar on her abdomen, and a large birthmark under one of her arms. She wore round eyeglasses at the time of her disappearance and her teeth were in excellent condition. She was 5'1 and 90 pounds when she went missing. You can check out links to age progress photos of her in the show notes. If she is alive today, Jody is 50 years old. If you have any information about Jody Lee Letkins, please call the Kansas City, Missouri Police at 816-234-5140. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Murder on the Map. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate us on Apple Podcasts to help more people discover the show. If you liked what you heard and you want to help us bring more victims home, you can become a sponsor of the show. I'll put a link for that in the show notes. 100% of the profits from this show go to support the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash murder on the map, and you can follow me on Instagram at selflovequeenx. If you have a case you'd like for me to cover from your state, please email me at taylor at murderonthemap.com. Our theme music was composed by Tim Beek. Find more of his stuff at timbeek.com. Murder on the Map is a Radio Free Roscoe production. I'll be back all what next week with an all-new episode. Sorry I messed up there. Have fun out there, and be careful. <laughs>